Parents and Guardians, it's time once again for the Fearless Parenting Show. Welcome, welcome, Parents and Guardians. One of today's hosts is Andrew Song. He's from Singapore. He's been married to his wife, Margaret, for 34 years, and they have two grown boys. Here's Andrew Song. Hey, welcome, Andrew. I appreciate you taking time all the way from Singapore to participate in this podcast, man. Let me tell you, I'm pumped up. I'm excited about it, and it really means a lot for me that you have arranged your schedule to to be supportive of this uh, podcast. And I believe, Andrew, you have a, you know something you want to share from your heart about respect. Yes, I do, Stan, I do. In fact, uh, being in the Asia, respect is something that is very, very important. Uh, all the kids here in Asia, we train them, or we actually we teach them that it is important for to respect elders um, because it gives them certain other qualities if they learn how to respect the elders. So the very first thing that we always teach them here is addressing the elders whenever they see one okay so when they they visit somebody's home or even at home when they wake up in the morning they should at least address the parents morning dad morning mom and more importantly is at meal times they need to address the elders anyone that's elder than them on the dining table so okay. To say at least, you know, mom eat, dad eat, you know, uncle eat or whatever. So before they even have their own meal. And that's a very good practice. Now, the reason we do that is because respect has a spin-off. And one of the more important points about that is hmm. humility. Oh, wow. Yeah. To teach the kids that when you respect somebody, you are always having this mentality that there are people who are better mm-hmm. and smarter than you. You are not the only one in the world that knows everything. Yeah, you're not all and of that. Love and it. That in, yeah, and that in itself helps them to also lower their ego. Because once okay. you're a person feeling that you're top of the world, then you do not care about anything else because you think that everyone has to serve you. Wow. So this... you're trying to help them to temper also their ego and understand that Whatever they do, there's always someone better than them. So that's one area of uh, respect in Asia. Well, I think that's Another a good thing. No matter where you're from, no matter where you're from, you you talk about some very uh, top-notch things that we ought to be teaching our kids worldwide is respect for elders. But please, go ahead, Andrew. I'm sorry I interrupted you. I just want to emphasize that point. Well said. The other thing that we want to teach them is also preservation of property as well as nature. Mm. If they don't have respect for people, they will probably also do not have respect for others' property. Too true. And and will feel that they have every right to do what they wish, whether they damage people's property, they steal people's property, or damage nature. So once the children understand respect, whatever they do, they're always conscious and thinking about, is it right to do? Should I do it or not? You know, 
this belongs to others. It doesn't belong to me. Therefore, I shouldn't steal, neither should I damage. Because once they don't have that, they'll go around, you know, scratching people's cars, stealing people's things, you know, taking people's money, etc., etc. So, all this has to be inculcated when young. It is foundation building. I agree with you on that, Andrew. Uh, you know, kids today, you know, if you learn how to respect others, you're having them practice that. That's like a daily practice session. And when you can respect others, then you can also respect the world around you, other people's things, the environment, everything. But from what I'm hearing from you, Andrew, and correct me if I'm wrong, that if, if you don't have your kids practicing basic respect of mom and dad, Uh, it's going to be hard for them to learn that respect out in the world and then not only respect other people's things, but the world around them. And and how about themselves, Andrew? What about respect for themselves? If they can't respect other people, can they really respect themselves? They will not be able to because they Hmm. have not even practiced it themselves. Wow. That is self-awareness. Love but it. I think more importantly in Asia, because something similar to the US, in Asia we live in a very diverse world. In Singapore we have four races. We have the really? Chinese, okay. the Malays, the Indians, and the Eurasians. Eurasians are basically um, people who intermarry and, and stay in Singapore, right? So we basically have four races. Some of the other countries, typically like Thailand or Indonesia and, and some other places, the majority are Indonesians or Thai. But in Singapore, we have a mix of race. Although we are all Singaporeans, but we are of different races. So it's very important to teach every child in Singapore to respect diversity. You're right about that. You know, Andrew, I found when you learn how to respect other people, it's really appreciated. You know, a long, long time ago, uh, back in the uh, late 1980s, I was a midshipman, and I I got a chance to go to the Korean Naval Academy in South Korea for about a week. And we decided, for some reason, we, we wanted to check in like the Korean midshipmen would do when they saw the base admiral. And though we walked in and our career was horrible, the very fact that we went in and tried to respect that tradition of theirs threw open doors wide. I mean, we could do no wrong after that. And and I I saw the value. If you just show a little respect for other people, you could end up getting a whole lot more back than what you put into it. You are absolutely right, absolutely right. Now, like I said, it is important here not only to respect diversity in race, also diversity in religion. Respect other people's beliefs. It doesn't mean you are a Christian or you're a Muslim, you have to impose. No, in Singapore, the government has two very important basic rules and we don't bring religion or we don't bring race into any major discussions. Because that's a very sensitive issue and may create a lot Undoubtedly. of necessary chaos. Yeah. So it's extremely important for us to teach all our children that we must respect other race and other religion. 
Well, Andrew, I, I really appreciate you, uh, Brother Cubbygall, talking to us and, and uh, kind of giving us a, providing for us a different vantage point for looking at respect because respect is important uh, for fathers to model that to their children. And I want to thank you for taking your time today to be part of this podcast. And I hope to be able to see you in March 2021, and I'm going to make a uh, make it a point to hunt you down. Uh, but until that time, dear brother, uh, again, thank you for being part of this program. And to my audience, you know, go out and uh, parent fearlessly. Until next time we talk, God bless. Thank you, Andrew. I, I appreciate those words of wisdom, and i sure that my audience also appreciates those words of wisdom. Today, I want to talk also about releasing. Releasing is something that a father should also do. And when I talk about releasing, I'm talking about forgiveness. It, it's, and it's even one thing to forgive with your words, but it's another thing to truly release somebody that has wronged you. As a father, the only way our children are going to learn is from the parents. If we're not out there being the example, showing our kids how people might have done us, in the, done us wrong in the past, but we let them go. We release them. When people have wronged us and we hold on to that hurt and we hold on to that pain, you know, it's just like living in a cell of your own making where you're the jailer. The other entity, the one that you haven't released, you're not really holding on to them physically. They're going on with their lives. They're going on with what they normally do, but yet there you are locked in place with your anger over how you were wronged. And we even get to the point that we set in ourselves of our own making and we sculpt out what the person looks like and all the wrongs and we create this sculpture and we focus our attention on it. But it's not hurting the individual that did us any wrong. They're going on with their life. Well, what we as fathers need to do is, and I've done this in a story fashion, is to sit down with my children and say, hey, look, I remember a time when there was somebody that was in need. Their apartment burned and they didn't have any place to stay. They were a co-worker of mine, so I let them into my house. Everything was fine. There was no problems. Until one day, I was shutting down the store, and I turned on the alarm, and I left. Well, unbeknownst to me, the individual had come in right behind me, and it made, look, made it look like I had re-entered the store again. Long story short, 
I was able to exonerate myself that I was not the one that went into that store and stole items. But it was really hurtful to me that somebody I allowed in my house helped them out, provided them with with means to have a roof over their head when they didn't have one and they would betray me like this. But you know what, son, daughter, I had to let that go because he had moved on with his life and I was not going to become my own jailer. And it's telling your kids stories like that, teaching them the importance of letting things go. That they can't hold on to things. You know, when our kids experience hurt and pain, that they don't they don't know what to do. They don't know what to do with it. They don't know how to process it. But we as dads, we have to show them the way. Let them by seeing our example of how we live out our lives as a way that they should in turn live out their lives also. We have to be the ones to teach our children something that C.S. Lewis said. C.S. Lewis said to be a Christian means forgive the inexcusable because God has forgiven the inexcusable in you. In other words, you have to release them. Parents, dads, fathers, I want to challenge you with C.S. Lewis' words. I want to challenge you, if you have issues with forgiveness, to let those people go because God has forgiven the inexcusable in you and you can't do any less with those that have hurt you. But then take it to another level. Let your kids see you forgiving the inexcusable as God has forgiven the inexcusable in you. And I'm not saying that you have to allow those people back in your life in the same way. The individual that I let stay with me, I'm not going to sign him up as a co-signer on my mortgage. Okay, I probably won't share a vehicle with him and have him sign on to that. But it doesn't mean that I can't forgive him. What he did to me, it, it hurt. And it was inexcusable. But I let it go. And even now, years and years later, I have no animosity toward this man. This is just a story. But a story that I've told my children to help them understand the need to Forgive the inexcusable as God has forgiven the inexcusable in us. Dads, teach your children how to release. Release the hurt. Release the pain. Release that anger. And let the source of it go. Learn from it. But let it go. And parents, till next time we speak, go forth and fearlessly parent. God bless.